When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so since this is an audio medium, you guys can't see this, but Anna spilled Panera autumn squash soup <laughs> all over it. like a really cozy fall shirt that my, she was wearing today. My Ugg poncho purchased during the Nordstrom sale like four <laughs> years ago. But perfect for it today. It is amazing. I already got a compliment on it today. That was before the soup. <laughs> but now people be like, that soup looks good. What kind yeah, of soup is that? Autumn squash. Yeah, autumn squash. Well, it's the perfect soup to spill on that poncho. Just to smear, all, the bottom over, line. smear yeah. all over my tongue like I'm fucking <laughs> Pooh Bear. <laughs> Just got your head buried in a bucket of that soup. <laughs> Well, welcome back, Ugh. gang. It is November 12th. It's freaking freezing. 2022. Yeah, it's freaking freezing. It's freaking cold out yes. there. It was 80 degrees on Wednesday. <laughs> it honestly was. I mean, yeah, it was like no, 75. Yeah. It's freaking freezing in here, Mr. Bigglesworth. And now it's dropped to about 40. Yeah, Lord. Winter is coming. Lordy, yeah. Lordy, look who's 40. Not this guy. It's the weather. Not yeah, me. not this guy. Not quite yet. Not Enjoy a few more months. months of your 30s. Footloose yeah, and fancy free. Just living that 30-year-old lifestyle. I'm in my 30s. Yeah, totally. You've had the youthful exuberance of a 30-something, and yeah. I've got the tired haggardness of a 40-something. Mid-40s. Mi- well, mid-40s mm-hmm. is a little... Early 40s, let's say. Well. All right. Well, let's. So, gang, we put out a call for Ask Us Almost Anything. I had a big moment of panic. Y'all know we are not super tech savvy. Ryan is. for I guess, Kind of. Well, not for someone that teaches tech writing. Like, I can teach you some XML. Do you want to learn some XML right not now? Not even a little bit. Okay. Well, there you go. This, but I don't know I how to. I feel like to... I'm getting the experience of what it's like to date you. <laughs> Do That'll you want to learn some XML? You want to learn XML right now? I can More teach like you right extra now. extra large ML. <laughs> I thought that I had deleted all of our question ans- or our, our answers, which were questions to ask us anything. And I had a moment of panic, but I recovered them. That was like a Jeopardy thing where you're like, the questions were the answers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we both had a moment of panic. We were like, oh, she sent a screenshot of some of them to me. We can yeah. recover some of them. But and then I was like, we all. can just make them up. <laughs> right. We can just pretend. Somebody asked, what's so great about the both yeah, of you? Why are you both yeah. so beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> Rank yourselves on a scale of 8 to 10. <laughs> is it hard being a Tulsa 12? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it is not. Um, yeah, you ready to dive Let's in? Let's dive right in. You we guys asked some great questions. questions. We're going to start. So we got marriage-related questions, and we got bachelor-related questions. Yeah. So we're going to start <clears> with <throat> the marriage-related questions, see how that goes, get super depressing, and then end on the lighter note of The Bachelor. What's your favorite musical? <laughs> oh, right. That's a not a... Um, it's not what you might think, guys. 
I actually, I need to think that one over. What you think you, mine is or what no, yours is? No, mine. I mean, I, I don't have a lot to draw from. No, so, I'll tell you what, yeah. it's not rent unless it's, you're out on a date. It, right. <laughs> then, God, I, uh, I, will, I will tell you this. I was on a date recently, and both of us talked about how rent is overrated. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was sounds a real like a, moment like of connection. Of it was a great time. A great time. Okay. Why are you talking about rent on all of your dates? I don't know. It just keeps coming up. <laughs> That's right. That is three different dates that I've talked about rent on. I think you might like it I, more Maybe than I do think. like it. Maybe I'm a closet rent fan yep. after all. Okay. So question number one is just, how's it going? How's which, it going with you, reader, listener? Li- listener, which is a good question. And we <laughs> no, thought a good, a good place question. to start. Yeah. We do I, generally do a check-in anyway. Yeah. So... How's it going? So I think we talked about this yesterday because you and I, as friends and colleagues with other colleagues, went to a play (laughs) at our university. Um, One colleague paid for another colleague's dinner. Yeah, but but from a shared bank account. account. (laughs) (laughs) So it's sort of like both colleagues split the bill Uh. in the end. Um, But, anyways, we um, were talking in the car on the way there about how things have been a little less dramatic. The last few weeks. Yeah. And I don't even think dramatic is the right word because I don't think that things had like it's been a long time, I think, since things have felt dramatic. Dramatic. I think just unsettled versus settled. Like I feel like the kids are doing well. Mm -hmm. We are both doing well. Right. Right. No, I think it feels a little more even keel now. I'm going to get a glass of water. Okay. You should have thought of that beforehand. Now it's not going well. How's that water? Great. Is it refreshing? I, I feel like my I had a bunch of like cookie residue in my mouth. You just got food problems left and right today. There's just food Falling everywhere. Apart. Yeah, Falling where it's apart. not you're you're really so it's not going that well. There's food everywhere. Yeah. But in our personal interactions, I think things are going well. I think that we have been respectful mm-hmm. of one another lately. We haven't. No one's cried in quite some time. I've cried, but <laughs> oh. not, I mean, quite, I guess it depends on what quite some Well, I mean, for is. our standards, like a, <laughs> a week. week. Yeah, no, Yeah, right. no, a week you're is right. pretty good for no no one crying. Yeah, that ba- is, based that on actually, how, yeah, that is true. Based on how things have gone. I will say we both have our bouts of scaries. Yeah. Mine tend to be in the afternoon when I'm leaving the kids and Anna and the kids are like, don't go, dad, like that. Like if I you don't come like. over after school. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that at all. Um, yours, you want to talk about your Sunday, Sunday scaries? Just, yeah. That's it. Just Sunday scaries. That's a thing. Which I haven't, I do feel like I've always had a regular case of the Sunday scaries. And now that's one of your day, your days and nights. And, um, I don't know. It just, it always gets me. Well, you're always welcome to come over and see and watch some YouTube. You know, I'm good. I think, I think I'm and good. And play the Pusheen <laughs> game if you've got the Sunday scaries. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I, overall, I think it's going well. We have to deal with the daunting legalities of all this stuff. Yeah, at some point, which we are putting off because we are we're putting both off because we're lazy. We're lazy, and things, <clears throat> as we said, things feel very settled. Right? Yeah, now. 
and in a good routine and a good pattern. And yeah. Everybody seems like they're doing okay. So I told Ryan I was on a tennis trip last weekend and two or three of the women that I was with were divorced for many years mm-hmm. and since remarried. And one of them was like, you know, so-and-so, another tennis player that wasn't uh-huh. with us. And she said, you know, we all assumed all this time that she was divorced. And she said, I sold her a house last year and she has only been separated for 25 years. She's was like, she, she finally had to get she that She was divorce. dating other people and stuff? Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, com- yeah. Like, completely separate lives. Yeah. Like, for all intents and purposes, sure. divorce. Except sometimes those bank accounts are better together. Well, sometimes. I, sh- I sent you, yeah. like, there was a... Early on when we separated, I feel like I sent you a New York Times article that was like, it's actually very not that unusual uh, amongst the kind of like super wealthy uh-huh. if it's an amicable divorce or oh, separation sure. to keep because everything just together. Like you make yeah. so much more money. Right. And it's... obviously for us as uber wealthy individuals. Well, I mean, you think about that magic mind having to split that magic mind money yes. in half. That's, mess, yeah. uh, <laughs> That's money burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah. So no, I mean, I do think that both of us <laughs> are on board with, with pursuing the legal divorce right at some point at some point when when the need arises yeah 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 when you uh fall in love and want to get uh, married which again. is a question that's uh, will come yes. up yes <laughs> actually that is a question that will come up and the answer may suggest that we won't need to get legally divorced for some time <laughs> all right you want to go ahead and hit question number two Sure. Okay. Did you wear wedding bands before the separation? And when did you decide to take them off? Fun fact, Ryan lost his wedding band. I did lose post-separation. Post. I, but you must have, you lost it before. No, I knew where, again, it was in my bedroom, like in the little like leather thing that I put it in and somehow it got misplaced. But that, but I feel like it was... I mean, I guess it was right after the initial separation. No, after the second one. I knew where it was because I put my ring back on again oh, and was wearing it around again. So I, mean, I to, thought that it was the first time. Yeah, no. So to answer the question, so I, to be honest, I was a little hit or miss on wearing my ring around yeah. during, while we were married. Yeah. Because so, like sometimes like I wouldn't wear it to yoga because you have to stand on your hands. Because well, there's a bunch of hotties. Well, there. there was that cute Ryan's yoga teacher for a while. I yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so I was wearing it hit or miss. I think you were wearing yours pretty consistently. Oh, I always wore yeah. mine. Um, and then once we got separated, I did stop wearing it. Then I started wearing it again. And then at some point I lost it and no one knows where it is now, which I'm disappointed. I would rather know where it is. Yeah, I know. It's a real fuck you, isn't it? Yeah. Real fuck you. I stopped wearing my... I mean, I guess I did the same thing. Like, stopped wearing it. Um, I can remember I switched to my right hand. Right. And actually I still wear, I mean, oh, well it's not on there now. I took it off to put lotion on, but I have a ring. It's not my wedding ring. It's your band. But right? I, yeah, like yeah. I got a band for it's Christmas like a, little a few gold years band. ago that yeah. I used to wear sometimes with my uh-huh. wedding band. Um, and I do always wear that on my right hand. Yeah. Um, so. What are you, what are we going to do with that engagement ring? I don't ring? know. I mean, we I could keep it for Lila. Or for Charlie. Or for Charlie. It's a yeah. fucking nice rock. Yeah, it's a nice so ring. So we could also get so. like a Sure, I mean, we can sell it. Yeah. No, I'm not selling it. I'm okay. keeping it. But 
Uh, if you sell it, I get half the profit. Okay. This is, the, but actually, <laughs> according to the Neil Lane rules, you were married for more than a year, so it's yours. I get to keep it, <laughs> and I would keep it if I turn if I kept it for myself. I would turn it into another piece of jewelry. Yeah, that's not if a bad I idea. Kept it and didn't end up doing that. I would just give it to the kids. Yeah, I guess. Okay, either one of those. Yeah, or here you go, wear Charlie. Or just it as a really passive aggressive move. Nice. In my next relationship. Yeah, I like it. Like, hey, remember this guy? Remember this could this, be you. This is a real This big could stone. be you. <laughs> yep. Are you gonna top this? All right. So yeah, that answers that question. Okay. Next question. How do you get out of depressive slumps? Great I question. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a very good for, for one. Anna does it by it becoming Monday instead of Sunday. That's yeah. one of the things she does. Uh, we're I think in two different boats here. Like mm-hmm. you've taken medication for depression and anxiety. I mean, pretty consistently. Pretty for consistently, a long time. yeah. Right. So I was already ahead of the uh, curve. Ryan was on that already one. on quite the cocktail. Yes, yes. I've actually <laughs> narrowed it down a little bit recently. <laughs> To the shit that's really good. So I do feel like for you, a lot of that is just medication. It is. I have other responses, but yeah, I think that's um, that's a big part of it. And uh, if you if medication is good for you, take it. Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I have not ever taken medication for depression or anxiety, which is not to say that I haven't needed it. Sure, you just haven't taken it. Yeah. Uh, I do feel like I have that like incorrect mentality that I don't put on other people. I just put it on myself of like, it'll pass, like mm-hmm. get out there, exercise. That is true like, though. I mean, yeah. not it'll pass, but I, cause that was one of the, you know, things that I do like going to the boxing gym. is yeah. great. I know tennis is really good for you or yeah. running um, yoga. I did some, a nice yoga class this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, music. I listen to a lot of music. Hmm. to get out of a depressive slump even if it's depressive music it's still helpful even if it's that sad let them burn song i feel like that like that does not help me at all okay like as i've said i had to stop listening to jason isbell sure yeah Yeah. it's too much yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's too much no i will also say one of the things is us talking to each other. Yeah. I think that has really helped with a the lot. depression affiliated with this. I yeah, right. Especially. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and honestly with a lot of things. Yeah. But just yes. I feel like to be able to open up to each other and talk about what we're feeling, we're pretty open about like I wasn't a great day for me yeah. or I'm upset about this. So it has been Weirdly, we've leaned on each other a lot we have. in this process. And I think it's been a learning process, too, of like understanding that when the other person has a bad day, it's not necessarily, it's not because of something that, you know, if I have a bad day, it's not because Ryan did something wrong. It's not, be- I mean, the thing that I think has been hard for both of us to swallow is like, sometimes you just have a bad day yeah. and there's no reason behind it. Sure. No, <clears> well, <throat> when I have a bad day, it's usually your fault. Well, but, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yes. Yeah. It's all my fault. <laughs> But yeah, that's sort of my answer. Ex- exercise, music, conver- and talking to f- other friends, um, getting just getting out and getting your mind off things, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So here's another one. I'm planning my wedding now. Don't exclamation point. <laughs> Take that exclamation point out of there. Looking back, is there anything you would change mm. about yours? All right. Do you have, I have a couple answers for this one. Um, yeah, I do too. Okay. <laughs> Initially, we had plan wanted a very small wedding with like mm-hmm. no extended family. Um, because it was a destination wedding mm-hmm. 
And then it did become... The Bahamas, maybe you've heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) It became a larger affair, and it still wasn't big, but I do feel like that added to my stress. I was very stressed out. You were so stressed out. (laughs) Yeah, so one of my pieces of advice is to not expect that it's going to be the best day of your life. Yeah. I think that that's a huge... Like people, maybe somebody's wedding was the best day of their life. And I'm not, I wasn't as stressed as you, but like it wasn't the best day of my life because it's stressful. It, it honestly like makes me really sad how much I did not enjoy it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. by the end I was just like, I'm ready to be done. Like yeah. there, the weather was very iffy. Mm, it was and, an outdoor wedding yeah. with, yeah, very tentative and I, weather. I'm, I'm glad that we had a destination wedding, but like we, for the people that did come it was a long way to travel it was expensive and so i do think that that's something to consider is like i just felt a lot of pressure on both of us to like deliver stuff that was out of our hands right you can't make it be nice weather right and i wish that i had the ability to just let go of that and be like we're here it's fun Uh and that's i feel like what our guests did well that's the thing is people that were there for us said it was great other people's weddings are much more fun yeah than your wedding so if you're like oh i love weddings i'm gonna love mine maybe yeah i mean i hope you do but i would go in not expecting it to be the best day of your life yeah it it is just very stressful. Yeah, that's I have one other definite piece of advice. Okay. Don't uh, maybe it's too late. Don't put Don't wedding yes. china on your registry. Well, fuck you. I'm taking our china. I know, but like how many times have we used it? I've I've used it quite a bit now that I have it at this Should, house. I guess so, but I just don't that's think That's a guy like, thing though. Like I like having that. Yeah, I I mean which again. Which is why I'm taking sure, it. Sure, you well, you take it. Take it all. <laughs> Um, I just feel like it, it almost is like the wedding itself and that you become so like, oh my God, this China is so precious. Yeah. We can't use it. And then it just sits around. I mean, I was going to say like, then this kind of ties into a few other questions, but, and this isn't really a planning the wedding question uh-huh. or answer. Um, one of the other questions that we got was what advice do you have for people in their early 20s who are just starting dating Mm -hmm. and I would say like tied in with our wedding and us getting married like (laughs) make sure that you really want to be married and that it's not just you're at the what you think is the right age you want a bunch of nice china sure yeah Um, or not yeah or you (laughs) that's just don't guys listen take the china out of the equation see if she'll (laughs) still marry you that's what you've got to do and I would have. And like, I don't, obviously, I don't regret us getting married. Right. But I do think that there were factors. Now, t- 12 years down the line, I'm glad it all happened the way it did, mostly because we have our kids, we right. have each other, and this relationship that we'll have forever. And this podcast. And this podcast, yeah. obviously, most important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that should have been number one before the kids. <laughs> well, it was implied. <laughs> But I do, and I mean, I just think there were a variety of factors, you know, some of what I've already mentioned. I also think like, because of your background, it was highly discouraged. Like you had already said, you weren't going to live with someone. Right. I, I just think in all honesty, it probably would have been better for us to just live together sure. and not get married that it not, which we weren't yeah. at the time. I didn't feel young. No, but I, I was 29. I mean, I was 26. You were 26. Like, yeah. That seems very young to me right now. And it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I'm, we hadn't dated for that long. I mean, 
We had dated for two and a half years by the time we got married. By the time we got married. Yeah. But by the time we got engaged. Yeah. We hadn't like dated that long. Well, like, I mean, we also have to factor in there were all these things of like, we were about to, f- I was about to finish my program. Right. We were about to move somewhere. No, exactly. You know? And I mean, right. that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, I feel like there were a lot of external factors that nudged us that way. And that it wasn't the Again, hindsight is twenty twenty, sure, right? Yeah. Like I might not have even felt that way if this had all worked out. Mm-hmm. But knowing <laughs> the tensions that we hadn't worked through, yes. I mean, that's something we've talked about. Like there was a lot that you know wasn't great from the very beginning, sure. and we just kind of overlooked that. Like, well, yeah. we're both here. Let's get like, married. Let's just do yeah. it. Yeah. And like we get along, <laughs> and we have a good chemistry. Yeah, some, you know. And so. again, I wouldn't change anything. But if I could go back and redo it i think it probably would have been smarter to hold off a little sure. bit like yeah. just wait a little longer yeah. and see yeah. you know no i think so too um again it's hard to say that because we've got the kids that we have yeah so but um yeah i so as far as your wedding i would also say like focus on this is kind of paradoxical with my other advice but like do what you want like if oh, you yeah. want a DJ and your your mom is like, well, it's got to be a band. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Right? Just, so it was not necessarily going to be like the wedding that you want in terms of like the best day ever, but just do it, make it the wedding that you want it to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but, and, and, at the same time, don't put too much pressure on it. It's as easy as that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Just, Why can't people do that? Just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Who initiated the separation and why? We got some some more, I guess, like separation-based questions. Yes. So okay. who initiated the separation and why? I initiated it the first time and then quickly was like, never mind. Yeah, like this sucks. We live, we're living apart. It's easier to live together. And yeah. yeah. Well, I initiated it early, early on. For a first time. Yeah. Like brought up yeah. the idea sure, of separating. Bef- right. That's and then right. had a panic attack about it. Yes. And then. Oh, I see the what you're saying. Initial yeah. separation. Gotcha. Separation. I guess I also initiated. Right. Yeah. And then we both kind of collectively, I think, felt like we hadn't worked as much as we would have wanted to, to right. make sure that the separation was the right mm-hmm. thing. Right. I think that we had, um, I mean, we were separated for like a month and a half, yeah. maybe two months. And we were like, what are we doing? This sucks. Why it are we doing this? It was just clearly very still unsettled for yeah. both of us. Yeah. And I'm glad that we tr- gave it another try mm-hmm. because it's, I'm much more convinced now mm-hmm. than I was then that this is the right decision. Yeah. And I think when it, when, the decision got made to separate again around like February. That was definitely way more mutual. Yes. Yeah, it was. I mean, I still think, I think, go ahead. I was going to say, I still think I was probably subconsciously holding on more and you were subconsciously a little more out the door. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's my read, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think I was trying to hold on to, I was scared of what a separation and divorce might look like. Yeah. I was scared of losing you. I was scared of, of something unfamiliar. And I also like, I've thought about this a lot. Like there were a lot of good things in our marriage, but I think I've also held on to like the idea 
uh, like it's hard to give up the idea of getting married and so, or being married. And yeah, so like, it just it's a lot different. Right. <laughs> yeah. And there's almost like, a, you know, they, they call it like a sunk cost fallacy of like, well, we put so much time in. Yes. We have so many memories together. We yeah. have so many things that we value. Like, are we giving all is that up? Is it really yeah. worth giving that up? Yeah. And honestly, part of the answer is that we haven't given all that Mm -hmm. up like you sent me something yesterday you're like this is a great memory that popped up yeah in my facebook from eight years ago and i was like that is a great memory you know yeah and that i mean i don't think like those great memories don't go away yeah no it's that's right i mean i this was another relationship that i had that i had when i was studying overseas that ended as like when i was done studying overseas and at first i was like well, that kind of sucks. Like now all my Europe memories are like tied up with this person. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, well, but I'm not in Europe anymore either. Like that's also over, Yeah. but I can enjoy it. You know, like the memory of it. And I think it was kind of the same thing for that too. Is like, well, just because that's over doesn't mean that I can't enjoy the memory of it happening. Right. No, and I think, I mean, the farther out you get from it, the easier it is to just like... I think sometimes memories pop up that make me a lot more sad. Right. And sometimes, like that one that I sent you yesterday, I was just like, man, that was funny. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was to give some context. It was such a great memory. It was the first time I ever put my hair in a man bun. Yeah. And our two-year-old daughter, like, I have not seen her lose it like this uh, ever. She was terrified. She was horrified. <laughs> she hated yeah. it. So, yeah, I mean, I guess mutual initiation when it stuck and honestly I think we both probably still go through moments and unfortunately what I've read on the internet which is always true Mm -hmm. yeah is like I think especially in a divorce like this one is going to be I I definitely do still have moments where I kind of question it or Mm -hmm. there's there is regret right sure oh absolutely yeah I mean because you said um, you know, that you thought you were holding out more hope than me. I actually, I just think that it's different for us at different times. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there have been times when I am more like, God, did we like, do we really want to do this? Uh-huh. And you're like, yes, yeah. <laughs> but then vice versa. Sure. You yeah. Know? No, I think, I think I earlier on was more, I guess that's what I'm getting at earlier on. I was like, mm, I don't want to do this. And I think but now that you see how great it is, you're just living your best life. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> well, I think it's... No, well, I'm, we, I'm you kidding. Know, I know I, you're kidding, <laughs> but I think it's more like we spent that time working on it and kind of realizing to me that we were banging our heads against the wall. Yeah. And it was like, well, let's stop banging our heads against the wall. Yeah. Like, when this is is working. Yes. Yeah. And that, I'm, I told you this as well, last weekend, um, one of the women that I was with who had been divorced, um, she's was married for 25 years. She got married in college and got divorced after 25 years of marriage, which we've talked about. I mean, Lord, you want to talk about like feeling like you're throwing a lot away, right? Yeah. But she said the last 10 were terrible. Mm -hmm. And I sent Ryan a text and said like, I'm, you know, there's always going to be questions. There's always going to be regret, but that's exactly what we didn't want. Yes. Like, if it's going to be bad, because she said, like, we sat down and talked about it mm-hmm. 15 years in. And right, just like decided, almost exactly like, where we were. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, we both thought it was going to get better, and it didn't. Yeah. And she said, by the end, we hated each other. Like, I, don't, I do not talk to him yeah. now. And that, I mean, 
I guess it's it is a question of like what risk are you willing to take? Like yes. we could risk it and see like well maybe it will get better. Mm-hmm. I think we both had a feeling that it wasn't going sure. to. I just didn't see any indications that the problems we were having were going to go away or get better. Yeah. Or or that we even had the tools to address them. Yeah. Yeah, which I think actually leads nicely the into the next question. Yeah. Was there a way to avoid the buildup of resentment and distance in your marriage? (laughs) What advice do you have for couples to head off that kind of trouble before it builds? So honestly, I, if, if we had magic bullet advice for this, we wouldn't be in the position that we're in right now. Yeah. So I don't have amazing advice for how to (laughs) fix a marriage. And I'll be honest without naming any names. I have talked to other people who are married, who are like I'm like I think you're where we were like three years ago, dude. Like no, name names, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> Sorry, Rodney. Yeah, not Apple Rodney. Yeah. Another hypothetical well, Rodney. Yeah. No, well, he didn't even get to marry Eliza. Eliza. <laughs> Eliza. And and with those people, like I don't know what to tell them. Like I don't know what it is. I think. I have a couple of thoughts on this that maybe sort of would have helped. I think that we did a bad job of when we would talk about our problems when we were mad. Yeah. And then when things settled down, we just just didn't want to rock the boat. But that's when we actually should have been talking about stuff because we were calmer. But we and I'm so conflict avoidant. Yeah. That I wouldn't just be like, hey, we talked about this the other day. Now that you've calmed down. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I don't feel like we ever did that. No. In like 12 years of marriage. Yeah. No. I mean, I maybe think once or twice, but, you know, that would have been better. And I see there are tons of advice on the Internet. where I'm like, that is cool. Like having like a quarterly check in almost of like, how is our marriage? You know, kind of thing. I don't know if that would have helped or not. Um, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we really had conflict over was based in our like core personalities. (laughs) Yep. No, I think that's right. I think too, like for everything on the surface that made it seem like we're so great with like for Mm -hmm. each other and we're, we do get along really well, but there, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast before. There were definitely very big parts of our relationship that just never worked well. And I think a lot of people didn't see that. Sure. But we felt it. Uh And apparently some of our podcast listeners felt it too over the years. (laughs) I I mean, I will say, I mean, again, we have said that before, like some people were shocked when we announced the separation and divorce, but like, honestly, people that I think know me the best Uh were not. Yeah. Yep. No, I understand that. And I think, you know, another thing I think that we did poorly at that I've, you know, I think this is a Gottman thing of like, when you turn towards your partner, you want them to turn back towards you. And I don't Mm -hmm. think we always did that. I think that we got instead of a vicious cycle of kind of pushing each other away. Yeah. That just sort of kept doing that over and over Mm -hmm. and over again. And kind of like leading separate lives. Yeah. Again, ironically, even though like, we worked together, mm-hmm. you know, 
if you looked at us, it would appear that we spent a lot of time together. And we did. But I don't think we were connecting during That's that That's right. Time. Yes, I totally agree with that. I think yeah. even when if we would like go on a hike as a family, uh-huh. like you'd be with one kid, I'd be with the other. Right. And I honestly think that that, I mean, one of the things we talk about is we used to just have... <laughs> terrible date night right um and it was because it was just the two of us like when we Uh would go on trips we would always invite my family yeah i think we kind of managed to avoid a lot of this because we really weren't alone together that much we slept in separate bedrooms yeah and i you know there were um I don't know. There were a lot of things, I think, early on, you know, in terms of advice that you would have. I would say, like, be really honest with yourself about what you want and and who you want to be married yeah. to if it's a marriage, yeah. you know? I, and if you want to be married. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. That's the other thing. Well, and I think this kind of goes with the advice for the 20-somethings. <clears throat> you know, I think some of the best advice we read, and we read it way too late, was like, don't because as at the same time we're saying that especially during covid we put a lot on the marriage we got to be friends we got to be romantic partners we got to be co-parents we got to be you know run the household together like it's sort of that you're making co-workers co-workers right like that yeah (laughs) you're making one person do so much and just like nobody can and anybody's gonna buckle under the weight of those expectations yeah definitely and so it's been eye-opening to see like maybe you don't need to like there's this idea like this person completes me and like this person is my other half and it's like well no actually maybe you need you need other people right to do some of those and like think about what you want out of a marriage like we've talked about that as well i think one of the things that we're really great at is being friends yeah but i think that both of us are in a position right now and you know, hopefully it's not a mistake. I don't think it is though of like, I don't want a friendship based, not, not, it sounds bad to say I don't want a friendship based marriage, but like, I think romance has always been a lower level thing for us. And by the time the separation was happening and probably the couple of years leading up to that, it very much felt just like a friendship. Yes. Yep. Not all the time. Yeah. Like I'm not, you know, no, we no, weren't but roommates, I know. Yeah. But it was moving in that yes. direction. It, it would have, that would have happened in another, again, 10 years. And again, if, if you truly are okay with that, as I think some couples yeah. really are, yeah. then that's fine. Right. Um, but I think there were things that for both of us, once we were honest about it, we were both just like, you're not the best person to give me what I want. Yes. To, to really meet these additional needs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that we, I think we've talked about this before. Anna and I spent a lot of time talking about this is like, how happy is it? Can you reasonably expect to be? Mm-hmm. And what are you, because any relationship is not going to give you everything you want. Right. And so you have to, and, and a lot of it is going to come down to core conflicts that just simply aren't resolved. Right. Like I've read that like up to 70% of your marital conflicts, you just like, you can't fix. Yeah. You can change your attitude about them, but you can't change the core conflict. Right. And so it's sort of a question of like, well, are you willing to put up with that stuff or not? And I think I was much more in the camp for a long time of like, well, we have a great life. So yes, I don't want to rock the boat. I will put up with that. And you, I think we were both in that camp. Sure. I think I got tired of it before you did. Um, 
And looking back when I'm like, why did I feel so unhappy for three years? Like, that's why I just don't think, I don't think honestly I had any right to feel that way. Like, I think that when I would feel like you weren't enough or I was dissatisfied with various parts of our marriage, honestly, it, it did and still does sometimes make me feel very like selfish, I guess, just like. You should be happy enough with this. Like he's mm, a he's I a see great what guy. You mean. Yeah, you have a great life. Like y'all <sighs> w- work well together, right? So, like, yeah, in what you, world do you think that you need to be like? Actually, this isn't enough. But you can't force that. I mean, you can't be Eliza. No. Eliza. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do. I mean, I again, like, I've talked to friends and um, read articles that say like. You know, you don't have to be married to anyone just because they're a good person. Right. And I would, I mean, I'll say until the day I die, like, you're a great person. I I wish I wanted to be married. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I think we both wish this would have worked. Yeah. You know, I think that if we could wave a magic wand, we would have wished that it would have worked. And I think, too, like, for a long time, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but... I just think you were in denial and you wanted to like me more than you did. I, I totally, (laughs) I don't think that's quite the right way to say it. I think that I wanted the marriage to work so much that I like put a lot of stuff aside and I just sort of put a lot of stuff on myself of like, well, if you could just do better at this, this and this, yeah, then your marriage would be better. And I don't know, maybe that's true or maybe it's not. Well, it's but the probably bottom true line for both is, of us. But, but the bottom line is I couldn't. Yeah, and like you, you know? are who you are. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it came down to for us too is like, do we want to spend another 20 years trying our hardest to be something that we're not? Yeah. Like, Or, I mean, you, what was that? You told me a, that you had that metaphor where you were like, what the was puzzle. this? The was puzzle? it the puzzle? I liked the puzzle metaphor. I don't remember. Where it was, you know, sometimes you've got two puzzle pieces. No. No, I like was... that one. <laughs> you right. got a donkey, a wolf, and a chicken, and right. they all have to cross the river at the same time. It was that you felt like you've been in a job that you're not qualified yes. for for 12 yeah, years. Yeah, correct. And that in some ways you feel like you've been fired, and it's a relief. Yes, that's right. Like the imposter syndrome is over. Like, I'm just not good at this. I'm not like, the person for I? this job. Yes, I am not the right person for this job. I thought I met the requirements, but, you know, I'm not a good fit with the company <laughs> yeah. culture. Yeah, no, that is, that was. And, like, thank you for just telling right, me. Right, like, thank you. Honestly, like, now maybe I can find a different job, you know, or be unemployed. Maybe it won't pay as yeah, much or right. be as exotic, but you'll feel more comfortable <laughs> there. Correct, yeah. And I, Maybe it'll I, come with different benefits. Like, you have said that since, I mean, you know, Ryan has dated a lot in the last six months but truly you have and i think sorry there's a bird right there um at least it's not the cat distracting where's that cat Uh, she's disappeared on us um i think you are starting to see that yes there are other people out there that you do have better romantic connections with right i think maybe again it has taken that for you to see how much you were having to like put yourself aside i i agree with that and that there's a dating question later that um we can deal with that a little bit mm-hmm. um so but yeah i think that kind of answered that question which is i'm sorry we don't know how to avoid this problem <laughs> that's our best stab at what we might have done i mean i think we've talked you we've said as much as we could sure, like right. try to 
address problems early on. Uh And accept the fact that some problems cannot be resolved. That's what's hard. It's like, I mean, to use a really concrete example, again, we slept in separate bedrooms 10 years, maybe? No, like at least five. Yeah. Well, no, since Hampton Cove. Because you okay. slept in that guest Oh, that's room. right. So, yeah, almost 10 years. Because, yeah. because Ryan had uh, had and has ladies out there. Yeah, lucky lady. Hang yeah. on. Uh, terrible restless leg yes. syndrome. Like, like kicking. Yeah. Shaking the bed. Like yeah. you feel like you're in an earthquake all, yes. all night long, too. Yeah. Like it's not like you do it for an hour right, and, and then, then it settle down. Yeah. And eventually it was just... It it built up so much sure. resentment and anger that it was it was definitely easier for us to sleep oh, sure. in separate yeah. bedrooms. Yeah, like I don't think sleeping in the same bed would have saved our marriage by any account. No, I mean it, it would, would have, have quickened yeah, it. Yeah, it would have hastened its demise. Um, but I feel like that was something that I was like, I guess I just have to be okay yeah. with that. Like, and uh, and there, you know, there is something kind of nice about having yeah. your own space for bed. But I can remember saying to you like. I want to sleep with someone. Sure, my, yeah. Like, I want to go wake to wake up with next someone. to somebody. That's yeah. your, like, marriage things. Like, I want to wake up next to the same yeah. person every day. And again, like, that type of problem is really hard because I know you, you weren't doing that on purpose. Well, and I mean, I went to the special. I tried oh, a, yeah. all the medicines they had to the point where I was like, well, let's just go back to the top and start again. Yeah. And I was and like, And it's not okay. like it was just rest. Like, it's not like, you know, I reached out to... um a blogger that I follow who went through what I felt like was a divorce similar to ours. Uh And one of the things I asked her was like, you know, my family in particular is kind of struggling because Ryan is a really great guy. True. But as I said of, you know, Rodney and Eliza, why don't one of you go be with Rodney? Right. Right. So to my mom, I know you're listening. If you want, if you love Ryan so much, won't you marry him? I'm single, (laughs) (laughs) but I actually, I I would need to get it. That might be the thing that gets us the divorce. It's going to be when you and my mom end up together. (laughs) Um, where was I going with this? Oh, one of the things she said was like, I presented, and she was like, you don't have to do this, but I presented my family with like 10 reasons why it wasn't working and it probably wasn't going to work. And she said, if it were any of those things on their own, it wouldn't have been enough to get a divorce. And that's like the bed thing. Like, no, obviously we're not getting a divorce because you have restless leg syndrome and we have to sleep in separate bedrooms. But you put that on, put put that on the tab. Yeah, Put it on my tab. (laughs) you know it all starts to add up unfortunately that's exactly right is you know it's like it's not even like the straw that broke the camel's back it's like the 25 backpacks that like together crush the camel underneath their weight (laughs) we are that camel (laughs) our marriage was that camel my faults were the backpacks Okay. Um, okay. Will you be writing a book? Are you offering us a book deal? Yeah. If someone's offering us a book deal, absolutely. We are we'll great write writers. Yes. We work well together. Uh, let us tell you about our Family Feud screenplay while we have your ear. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I feel like we would love to. Sure. Write yeah. A book, Agents out I there, think. we're accepting competing bids. <laughs> yeah. Bid to the highest Random offer. House, yeah. Penguin. Penguin Press. <laughs> yeah. Sure. We would write. I think it would be a great book too. Because there are books like this, but they're not usually by both the they're people. They're not co-written. They're yeah, not co-written. no, that's true. So it's a great idea. Put a, yeah, put a little put some uh, feelers out for that. Proposal together. Yeah, yeah. Put, a, put a little get ourselves a book contract, a book deal. What advice did we already do this? Kind what of, advice do you have for people in their early twenties now who are just starting dating? Um, 
gosh, have fun. <laughs> yeah, so I actually, yeah, have fun. Have fun. Yeah, I was gonna say date, date a lot, so you know what you want. Yeah, I took dating. I did not so do that. Fucking seriously. Every person that I ever went on a date with, I ended up date like yeah. in a relationship yeah. with. Yeah. Like, I've said that to you. I yeah, to this day have, have not, not gone been on like a like blind a date. First date. Yeah, like just a <laughs> random blind date. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I I took it so seriously. I wanted it so like I wanted it too much. You had so much anxiety. I had so much anxiety about it. Um, I also think you know I've actually done a fair amount of reading lately on dating again, and one of the best pieces of advice that I have gotten is basically like. Build the life that you want, and then that's appealing, and then find someone that fits into it. Yeah, Yeah. like if you're looking for because first of all, that's just more attractive. Yeah, like and I see that out there. Like to be on like women who are like, oh, I'm busy today. Like, oh, I'm doing this. I do this thing. I want you. Yeah, (laughs) right. And women who are like, I'm just hanging out. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, right. Not talking to you. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, that really is a thing. It's like, oh, you've got other stuff going on. Cool. Yeah, it's like that study that they did where servers that are rude to you get tipped more right you're like please like yeah me. yeah do you like let me win your affection <laughs> yeah yeah um so that so build the life that you want and then find someone who fits into that but life. i honestly i feel like that's harder to do when you're in your yes, early 20s that is like correct. you're so yep I, I think something that i would say is like just relax like yeah. I, again i mean like i think that goes back to some of the stuff we said about getting married at a young age I just kind of remember feeling a little panicky and being yeah. like, I guess this is it. Yeah, like, right. We got to do this. Yeah. So this has to be yes. it. And that, like, I'm, that sounds really mean when I say it out loud, but that's not even directed at you. It was just my general mindset sure. of like, this is what you do. You're yeah, in this stage right. of this life. Is the, this is the rule. Yeah. And this is the pattern. Now I, I don't feel that way at all. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of like, eh. We'll yeah, see. no, same. Well, that gets to a later <laughs> question, but. Um, And another thing that I think really was hard that I didn't realize at the time is that, you know, so we were, I think, 26 and 23 when we started dating. Mm -hmm. And so what happened is we started a relationship with rules and patterns set by a 26 and a 23-year-old that then persisted for 16 years. Like we never, we didn't evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There were things that just did not evolve about in the relationship. In some ways we did. Yeah. But in a lot of ways, honestly, we didn't. Yeah. No. And I think that's just, it's hard, right? Yeah. It's like, and, and I don't know how you avoid that, except there's this great Milan Kundera quote about like, be careful young lovers about like the rules that you set because you're yeah. going to be following those forever. Yeah. And I do. I mean, I think I am much more in an okay mindset of just thinking like, I'll probably have some long-term relationships in my life, including this one. Uh-huh. But that doesn't mean that they last forever. Right. Like, I think that right. we were really good for that season of life. Mm-hmm. I've said before, and I'll always say, like, I'm glad that we had kids together. Yep. We've, we have had a great life. Yeah. I don't think that that means that we're the person for each other forever. forever. Well, and that's the other thing that has many people pointed out is like people live to be like 90 now. Right. You know, and like there's also there are just a lot more choice. You know, like if you yeah. live to be 50 and you grow up in this village and like, oh, there's that woman over there. Yeah. And marriage yeah. is like a contract between the two of you to like run a farm and, and raise some kids. So, yeah, I guess just, you know, again, have fun. Like. Yes. 
And don't feel like you have to not settle, but like, I, I just feel, again, somehow, like anytime I went on a date, I was like, I guess it's yep, this person this now guy. for three years, yep, this 10 years. Three to 16 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that might just be my pattern. Who knows? Well, um, it's, it's hard, though, because on the one hand, like you don't have to settle. But on the other hand, like you also can't expect perfection. Like you're going to have to accept things in a relationship yeah. that you don't want. Yeah. How do you reconcile that? I don't know (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea yeah yeah so you know i i wish i could tell you but i don't except that just you know to be realistic but also just maybe not as i was very needy when i was 25 yeah i think we both were though like i think we both i had come out of a relationship that was really really not fun right and very unstable mm-hmm. and um i mean i dated he ended up being a huge asshole mm-hmm. and so then i think you were so appealing at that point to me because you were and are so nice right this guy's a warm blanket yeah i mean yeah. really yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then it started to suffocate sure right me. <laughs> then it's too much it's like a really heavy weighted blanket but i do I, honestly i think that we can both be very needy mm-hmm. um yeah, I think we had a very codependent relationship in ways that I still haven't processed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember our listener that um, sent us that like long, long piece of advice, which we did appreciate. Yeah, it was um, but very one thoughtful. of the things that she said was like codependency has become this kind of like bad word and we all throw it out there, but like it's actually not a bad thing. You should be codependent to an extent. To an extent. I think we were too much. Like I think we were too, the word that I heard a lot was like enmeshed in each other's emotions. Yeah. You know, like, and you talked about that a lot of like, oh, you're stealing my bad mood. But it's because like we were so like caught up in each other. Like I couldn't be like, okay, she's in a bad mood. I'm going to let her I'm do just going to go do my yeah, thing. Right. Like yeah. I had to, I had to follow you down that. Yeah. And then it just kind of became a, a problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, no, I agree. Yeah. All right. So let's actually reverse the order of these questions. Um, how has it been to date after marriage? Cause that comes nicely after the early twenties dating. Uh, I will leave you to that. All right. You've I done will a lot. Right. He rides on all the dating apps. You've... No, just one. <laughs> just one. Uh, all of them. Right. All 20. Farmers, farmerslove.com. Yeah. Jude, J-Date. <laughs> yeah. Christian Mingle. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to hook people from Christian Mingle and J-Date well, up together. Ryan's been told that his ethnicity is really hard to nail down. So he's really taking advantage of that in the dating app world. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm Syrian. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're Syrians only. Yeah. <laughs> Syrian refugees app. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, so I will answer that because I have done more casual dating. <laughs> um, so the bottom line is I think that it is significantly better in your 40s than it is in your, like, drastically, vastly better. Which, just to pop in here, I told you so. Like, yeah. I honestly feel like that was one of... I don't think I'm exaggerating to say that that was one of the big reasons why you didn't want the separation is because you just thought you were going to get back out there and no one was going to want you and it was just going to be terrible. And instead, and I said, I was like, look, (laughs) you're attractive. You have a good job. You're smart. You're funny. Like I knew that it was going to be, I knew that you were going to be a catch. You are a catch. catch. Well, but I think some of the, like at, no one is taking this quite as seriously 
this mm-hmm. time around. I mean, people aren't looking for their significant. Like their I don't think that many people person. were the first time around. It was or just maybe you. Me. Like you yeah. were putting so much pressure on yourself. Sure, a lot of pressure. I feel like you really internalized like two people on my space being right. like no thanks yes. and now you're like I'm unlovable right I, I like, might as well have been a bachelor contestant take a seat Ben Higgins yeah right <laughs> I will say the other thing that is interesting about it well a couple things one is at our age if you're single like you've seen some shit yeah you know like you've something went wrong yes. something went not the way you are whereas I feel like with 25 year olds you can still be like Every, I'm going to find the Ooh, perfect. that's your baggage? Yeah, right. No right, and now it's like, yeah, what do you, yeah, what do you got? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yep. Honestly, so I know I keep referencing this trip that I took with those tennis women, but it was pretty insightful because they were all probably anywhere from about 50 to 60 years uh-huh. old. And they were like, just do whatever. Like, yeah. date who you want. D- like, don't overthink it. You yeah. know, it seems like y'all know what you're doing to the extent that you can. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter, you yeah. know, not yeah. it doesn't matter, but like you'll figure it out and, and life goes on. Yes. I will. So the other thing that makes it better is that I am not looking for like someone to have kids with. Yeah. Like I'm actually not looking. I, my kids have a mom <laughs> and I have a co-parent. Pretty great mom. A very great, a wonderful mom that I, that's irreplaceable. Right. And so I'm not looking for that yeah. anymore. Like yeah. I actually am not looking for the whole package. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking actively for, not looking yes, for someone that wants right. to add kids. Yeah. I <laughs> actually, if you want more kids, I am not your guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, physically, literally, physically, literally yeah. Snip, guy. snip. I am not your guy. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that makes it easier too. I will say the down, not even the downside. Cause this was a downside before is like, I, I think that I'd have to relearn some of the like, not even etiquette, but like, like, and I think that I was a little bit, no, like a little bit careless with people's feelings sometimes in the sense of like letting other people get more into things than I, you know, I also think you still have a mentality of like, I can't believe you want to date me Uh a little bit. And so probably, especially because I know some of the stuff you're referencing happened like earlier on in Mm -hmm. the summer, I think probably, you did not think that you were going to be in the position of like, oh, I don't want you. Sure, right. Or like, oh, I have to pick between people. You know, like I, and I was poorly equipped for that. (laughs) Yeah. Very poorly equipped. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, I think there's a learning curve again mm -hmm. when when you go back out. But overall, it's like, I think if you're older and you're like i really am not happy married but i don't want to date again like it's not as bad as you you're having a great time i'm having a great time it's fun yeah yeah i I can personally confirm that ryan is out five there loving loving every five days five nights a week so come to Huntsville if you're looking for a nice <laughs> get dinner in, from get in our line. <laughs> shared bank account. <laughs> Trying to drain this account before the divorce. I'm like, that's cool. The kids and I haven't been to the grocery store in three weeks. But yeah. Well, can... whose fault is that? Well, I guess it's mine. Yeah. I ordered some stuff from Nordstrom the other day. I was yeah. like, this fucker. Yeah, do it. Yeah, great. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, was one of them this uh, poncho no, that's covered that in was, soup I told now? you I got it like five, Four years five ago. Years I know, I know. I just wanted to. I wanted to reference the soup thing again, Um, shoehorning it in. Do you want to get married again? Well, so I I skipped a question. No, I skipped a question. Do you think you'll be? Yeah. Do you ideally think that you'll be good friends with each other's significant others? 
I am actively trying to recruit women that I think I would be friends <laughs> That's with. That's criteria number one is, will you be friends with this I person? I like yeah. jokingly, but was it a joke? Was like, put a picture of me on your dating yeah, profile right. so that they know. Right, you're getting like, this whole package hey, deal. guess who yeah. else is here? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think for me, yes. Like yeah. that, I love hearing stories either in person or again like on online and podcasts uh-huh. of families that have been able to pull that off and it doesn't seem that unusual um i know a lot of people say you know you end up at this these events together right. um you do spend a lot of time together if you're trying to make it amicable sure. which obviously we are and i think you just hope that the other person still has good enough taste that they end up with someone that you really do like well i was gonna say clearly you have excellent taste in men based on me so Mm -hmm. you know and i do like i think in the end you would probably choose someone that has some of the same qualities that i have and vice versa you know so like i don't i don't think either of us are like well i did that so now it's time to do a 180 sure a complete 180 so i mean that would be nice if that ends up happening of course that is also there are two other people involved in that equation yeah. who might be like, what the fuck? Yeah, we don't. No yeah, I don't I don't want to be friends with this person. I think both of us, we have had very candid discussions about needing to be with people that are on board sure. with us being fairly involved in each other's lives still. So I don't think that either of us would end up with someone that's just like that has would have a huge problem with with uh, a, a fair amount of overlap sure, in our right, lives. Right. And I think it would be one of those things where like eventually you would see, it's kind of like BJ Novak and uh, Mindy Kaling of like, are they going to get back together? Oh no, they're not. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this, yeah. Yes. And I mean, again, you've gone on more dates than me. So I feel like you've talked about it with more right. people that are in the boat of, you know, single and looking. And it does seem like, for the most part, people are like, that's cool. I think so. Here seems to be the dividing line. People who have ex-husbands are like, good for you. Mm-hmm. People who don't, either they never got married or, you know, something else are like, what What the fuck? Really? Yeah. That seems to be like the split is people who have gone through a divorce and are raising kids together are like, yeah, that's better for the kids. I think either way that it ended too. Like mm-hmm. if they went through a bad divorce, it seems like they're like, good for you. I'm jealous. And if right. they went through a good divorce, then they're in a similar boat. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'll say too, I mean, I've talked to friends who uh, the other people that seem to understand it well are people who have divorced parents. Yes. Who are yep. like, I, like I've had friends say, I wish my parents could have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think ideally, I mean, I would, I think the the minimum is that hopefully everyone can get along and be in the same room together. I think in my dreams, we're all going on vacation together. Yeah, and <laughs> that might not be my dream right now. Maybe <laughs> not right now. Not right now. Maybe like, it'll come to that. Eventually. But yeah. yeah, I think my thing is, I mean, the way that I feel about you right now is so much closer to just like a close familial relationship. Sure, yeah. Like an asexual, amorphous friend. <laughs> I was going to say brother. Yeah. I mean, and that's not, that's, that's not what it is, but it is. Yeah, it kind of is. To it. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, why wouldn't we still be able to like 
go to the beach together for a week, right. even if you have a girlfriend or, sure. you know, yeah. I mean, oh, she'll be cool obviously you can cut this sexual tension with a knife, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I, I really do hope that, that, that eventually is the case. Yeah. I, I hope so too. I hope so too. All right. Well, that leads us nicely. These ended up leading into each other pretty well mm-hmm. to our last relationship based question, which will end this episode. Do you all really want to get married again? <laughs> I said to each other, and Ryan said no. No, when we were I first these I first said no before you asked to each other, and then I said no. Um, no to marriage to anyone. I mean, right now, I don't see. I I don't want to do that right now. I, that might change yeah, in five or ten years. I feel I the know. same. Yeah, um, I'm not against like a meaningful long term. Oh sure, <laughs> relationship. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, to me, I don't see the point of me getting married again. Um, again, that could change. And I don't even I don't begrudge anyone that does want to get married. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. But no. Right. I wouldn't recommend against it. I just right now, and I think we're, we're very close. I mean, we're not even divorced yet. We're very close to this situation. Still. Yeah. So perspectives might change. But right now, I don't look into my future and like, when am I going to find my next one? Yeah. And I do think some people are like that, aren't uh-huh. like that, but think I definitely want to yeah. get married again. Yeah. No, I, and I've heard that a lot of men move on quickly. Yeah. And this may be unfair. But I think part of it is that a bunch of men can't take care of themselves. No, I don't think that's unfair. Yeah, like I, I, can... I, th- I think that goes both ways. Sure, I think a lot of times people move on quickly just because they don't want to be alone. Right, but I think it's less to do with being alone and more to do with like, well, who's I've never do the cooked laundry? a meal before, Me? and that's not you. Yeah. Like you right. are very competent. In some ways, obviously, our house is quite dirty now, but I'm trying not to say anything about it. Um, but just kidding. <laughs> it's a little, it's dirtier. I, that is fair. That is fair. Um, but, but the laundry no, is done. Yeah, you yeah. are very competent at at things that I think, you know, a lot of men just never do in a right. marriage. Yeah. Um, so you're in a different boat. Yeah, I don't feel like I need, like it would be nice. And honestly, you do a lot of that. Like you still, we still cook together. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't feel like I need, well, we have a housekeeper too. So I don't, <laughs> I don't need a housekeeper. She came on Wednesday and the house is in much better. You haven't been over there since, but the house is in much better oh, shape. Poor, so, uh, what's her name? Jackie. Poor Jackie. Jackie's got, Jackie's certainly, she may be feeling the weight of this separation more than anyone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor uh, Jackie. Um. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't. Who knows? I say no matter what happens, we've got to do like a 10-year check-in podcast. What do you mean no matter? We'll still be recording this in 10 years. I'm just saying. uh, What I'm saying is this is a promise to the listener. No matter what. Even if this podcast, I would like to keep it running. If But podcasts come and go. So what? No matter what, we need to commit to like a ten-year and a twenty-year check-in. Assuming podcasts are, you can a listen to it in your flying car, <laughs> in your Elon Musk moon. Neuralink. <laughs> uh, so yeah, wait ten years, gang, and see what happens. We'll see. So that's the relationship questions, gang. We will be back soon enough to answer your bachelor and musical-related questions. For now, here's the song. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>